Hello, hello, and welcome back. I'm Jackie, your host, and this is A Quiet Divorce. So this week, we're going to dive into post-divorce. Kind of a bit of an update. What is my life like right now with my kids? How is my relationship with my ex co-parenting? And what you can expect post-divorce. And basically, just what's on the other side, ladies. I know we all think about post-divorce before divorce just because it's such a, I don't know, sometimes paralyzing feeling of not knowing what's out there, what's in store for us, and just the unknown. It's one of the biggest concerns of questions that I get about life after divorce the uncertainty of it all and just not knowing what it will be like not being with that one person that you've been with for so long. And ladies, let me just say, no matter what you feel or how scary it may be or seem, your feelings of fear, doubt are all normal and completely valid. So don't ever feel you have to justify or validate your feelings to anyone. Just recognize your feelings and then work through them. So one of my biggest lessons out of so many lessons from my divorce is we spend too much time every day justifying our feelings, our perspective, our decisions. But do we really have to? Do we really have to? Why do we feel we need to? Think about that, ladies. Why do we need that validation? I always thought that I needed that validation too until I made the ultimate decision to be in a relationship that nobody agreed with. And that decision changed everything for me. I didn't get any validation that we so seek. So I had to decide for myself, my life choices based on my own thoughts, opinions, and my own validation, which is really the only validation you actually need. And when I had no support, it is only then that I realized that I never needed it in the first place. So you see, ladies, sometimes the things we think we need are actually simply the things we want in order to help us see it in another person's light. Or we may find it easier to make a decision based on other people giving us the green light. When in reality, all you need is you. Your validation that your choices are the best choices for yourself. Of course, that is not to say we don't share our story and thoughts with others, people we love and trust. Of course we do. But the need for permission or validation in order to justify your decision to move forward, for example, is just not at all necessary. You can certainly share with those you trust. I certainly did. My family, my mom, my sister. But don't ever feel that everyone deserves that from you because they don't. You decide who deserves your explanation and who doesn't. 
There is one thing I did post-divorce that I felt really helped me get back on track. As a wife and a mom, you always feel like you're giving everything to everyone. And it seems like that's just your life now. That's just the way it is. It isn't. Every piece you have, you give it away until there's nothing left for yourself. No time, no energy, no desire, no push. Because you gave it all away. There's only so much to go around. So, post-divorce, from the start, I decided that I was the most important thing to me. Of course, aside from my kids. But taking care of me was now as much, as much of a priority as taking care of others. Making yourself a priority once again. Top of the list, ladies. But let's get back to my ex and how our present interaction post-divorce and how we did finally get to a better place. Even I never thought we would get there, but we did. Now, bear in mind, we had a lot to work through, a lot of trust issues, a lot of resentment, more on his end because he simply couldn't accept our divorce, my new relationship, or the very fact that I made all these decisions without any regard to him or his family. And that was a very bold and individual choice that I made. And of course, if you had all been following my entire journey, then you know very well why I chose the relationship that I did with Jeff. How did it all happen? Because the storyline is just as important as the outcome. So I was okay living with all those consequences, right, of such a decision. And that consequence was an even deeper strain on our co-parenting relationship. I knew this, but I was willing to be patient and allow the time he needed to get to a better place. It's all about adjusting your expectations. That's kind of the biggest change you need to make. Adjust your expectations. I didn't expect him to validate my choice to have a relationship with Jeff. Of course not. Then he shouldn't have expected me to choose his feelings over mine. He never actually adjusted his expectations. So at the end of the day, ladies, for me, the key, the key, key, key to my post-divorce life is all about adjusted expectations from all sides. Things changed. The relationship changed. And if you can start the adjusting part from the start, then you will already be at the place you need to be. But what do I adjust and how do I start, you must be thinking. You have to adjust everything because this person is no longer the person that vowed to love, honor, and cherish you. He is simply the person that did once upon a time. So the best way I found to do this is to simply expect nothing. Count on them for nothing. And that way, They'll never have an opportunity to disappoint you. Be the person you want to be and let them be the person that they can be for now. And what do I mean by this? 
You know, in the beginning, my ex and I had a hard time working together to raise our kids, co-parenting. He refused to attend any parent-teacher conferences together. For example, just one of the things, and we always had to have two meetings with every teacher. It was so embarrassing. The teachers always accommodated, of course, but nonetheless, it did appear that we couldn't be in the same room together. So it was awkward. Instead of, you know. Changing his mind or getting upset about it, I let him have his individual meetings, and I would have mine. I didn't try to convince him or to change his mind, or I simply adjusted and went with the flow. So now, five years later, five long years later, we are finally at a more acceptable, respectful, and peaceful place. My kids are better adjusted, and even though they still may have their moments, I wish you and Daddy never divorced. They can still fully thrive after the divorce. My ex and I now have those teacher meetings together, whether on Zoom or in person, and we're working better together as co-parents. We are also both in other relationships now, and our interaction is less about us from the past, and it's more about our kids in the present. We have started working back as team members versus opponents. The first three years were the hardest, and he didn't respect my time or interaction or relationship with my kids, and he would make it very obvious to everyone. Even at one point, he actually told my kids that I shouldn't have been—I shouldn't have been the one to be their mom. It should have been somebody else. Pretty harsh, but that was back then. Things have gotten better, and those backhanded comments that he would make—he doesn't make those anymore. So it just goes to show things can change. And even though he took every opportunity to show me how much he hated me post-divorce and moving on with someone else he didn't approve of, it didn't change the progress that he needed, the time that he needed to get to a better place. Even though he was in a relationship himself. Now you must be thinking, how did we go from that to where we are today? It took time, a lot of time, five years to be exact. But you know what, ladies? You have to let them figure it out for themselves. You can't. That's not something that you can help them see. You can't change their perspective. You can only change yours. So don't waste time trying to change someone or hoping they'll see your bigger picture. And don't waste time worrying about what they're doing. Just know what you want, who you are. And never give up any of that to anyone. But in the end, we are definitely in a better place present day. I'm happy to say. And just to give you an idea of how far we've come, I'll share a particular story that happened pretty recently that has given me definitely the signal that we're progressing, moving forward and not backwards. So our first year post-divorce, my ex wouldn't even get out of the car when he would drop my kids off to me on my weeks, nor would he ever attend a school event 
the same day that I would go. And if we were at the same event, he would avoid me like the plague. Then, earlier this year, 2022, my oldest son had a concert at school and we both attended. When I arrived, I saw him from afar and decided to say hello as I always do. And for the first time, the first time, he turned around, looked at me, gave me a nod, a hello nod, and a fist bump. A fist bump, ladies, can you believe it? I was shocked, but returned the gesture, of course, and we watched the rest of the concert there together standing near each other. And if you knew my ex, you would know that's a big, big deal. So I take all the wins, big or small, and just keep going. So ladies, the other biggest lesson we can learn is to give each person the time and space to figure out who they want to be. And for now, just focus on yourself. Keep showing up and stay on course. And you never know. You never know. You just might even inspire them to get there a little faster. So we are working together as a team now to take care and raise our kids together, but separately. On that note, we will continue next week with third parties and the pros and cons to having third parties involved. I really, really hope you enjoyed this episode and you found it helpful and comforting to know that things will always change. But the biggest change is the relationship now. So stay the course and in time, you might once again be on the same path. Thank you so much for being here with me. Until next week, bye for now.